0: Hello there. Welcome to another Life Transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. First Kings chapter 19, are you there? Thank you, worship team. God bless you. First Kings chapter 19, from verse 19. Can we read all of us? So he departed from there and found Elisha the son of Shapat. Who was ploughing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the twelve. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. Ask your neighbor for me. Have you ever kissed your father and your mother? I'm telling you, if your father is like my father, the slap that you will get, you will turn 360 degrees. Let's continue. And he said to him, go back again for what have I done to you verse 21 so Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. May God bless the reading of his word. You must always have a hunger for God's word for it to work in your life. So when we read scriptures, your heart must be excited about what God is about to say. Amen. Now, I want to speak on the subtopic. Of course, our sermon series is the scope of a shift. But I want to speak on the subtopic, the power of following. The power of following. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this moment. We open our hearts to receive from you. May you speak to us and may you touch us. I pray for your word to find a place in our hearts. I pray that we may make room for your word and may your word speak to each and every one of us expressly and directly. In Jesus' name we pray. We all shout a big amen. Amen. Please descend to the comfort of your seats. Somebody say the power of following. You know, I'm just about to bring this uh, series to a close as we get to the end of this year. And so I'm sure you have really been blessed by this sermon this series. Amen. Now, you all agree that we live in an era of great advancement in technology. Knowledge right now is not just confined to Pepper. But knowledge right now is available on digital platforms. For you to access knowledge, you just need to click a button and you have all this information at your disposal. Information about leadership, information about business, information about marriage, information about romance, politics and even ministry or church when you go to various digital platforms like google youtube facebook x tiktok you are likely to find a lot of information uh concerning different topics that affect our lives i remember during the pandemic that was the year 2020 A lot of information concerning COVID 19 on the internet. Some was true and some was false. So, some of the information that you're exposed to on these digital platforms can be detrimental to your well being and development. Because the internet does not just have good information, the internet also has false theories. The internet has cyberbullying, perversion, hatred, lies, wickedness, false information, perversion, and even impersonation, where somebody can take charge of your account and make money out of it. In fact, it is said, and this is very shocking, it is said that over 70% of internet traffic is pornographic content. Just think that with me. Over 70% people who are going to browse, 70% of those people, they go to pornographic sites. So the internet has become this platform where we access a lot of, information. But also the internet or these digital platforms have become a dais of propagating ideas. There are so many people who have come to this space with different ideas that they want to share with the masses. They have theories on success. They have theories on prophecy. They have theories on romance they have theories on ministry they have theories on discovering your purpose there's a lot that people are sharing on this digital platform to try and educate the masses in line with what they think or what they perceive to be true now we have speakers on the internet we have preachers on the internet, we have prophets on the internet who have packaged themselves because they want to attract online followers. That's why sometimes when you meet people, they tell you, I have two types of followers. I have followers who follow me on the ground and I have followers who follow me on the internet. Now, these speakers, they packet themselves because they want to have a huge following online. So what they do, you know, they buy a phone, a nice phone. Right now, when people buy phones, the first thing they check is the camera. They test the picture, they test the video to see if it is clear, isn't it? And that will inform their decision to buy uh, that phone. So they buy a nice phone, they get some light, and then they work on their background for the background to look very nice, the background to look like an office, a very expensive office with books behind, isn't it? And then they go for a haircut, a very nice haircut, and they make sure they have a slit somewhere here. Talk to me, somebody. If it is a lady, she applies makeup on her face to cover all the bumps and all the valleys. And then puts lipstick on her lips. And then you try and coil your tongue so that you can have an American accent. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then you choose a topic that is very close to people's heart. Like which topic? (laughs) Finances, marriage, dating, romance, relationships, career, vision. All these things are very close to people's hearts. And they are very strategic, because when you join watch even if it's three seconds you immediately get a message you know in your inbox telling you that there is more that you need to be told and before you know it you are hooked so the digital space has become a diet of many people using it to propagate their ideas and some of the ideas that are being shared on the digital platform, ladies and gentlemen, are destructive. They will destroy your life. They will sabotage your destiny. They will will, will destroy the very good values that you have inculcated in your life for many, many years. You know, one day I remember, you know, one, one of my sons that I had trained in the ministry, you know, he came to see me and he told me, You know, I have met someone on YouTube, and that man is sharing very deep things. I even asked him, by the way, all my stories are true. I say all my stories are true. So I asked him, you mean what me I've been sharing for the last like four years, it's not deep. He said it is deep, but it's not deep enough. So I've met someone on YouTube who is very, very deep. And I feel like I need to follow that person. So I asked my, that son of mine, who is this person? When he mentioned the name, I was scared of the person that he thinks is very, very deep. And I tried to counsel him because I have listened to that person and I felt that person was not theologically sound. You know? But he, he didn't follow my, my counsel. So he decided to follow that person. He left the church. Shortly after, he started a church. Actually he went and met the person and took a picture and then he started, you know, a church so that he can preach deep things. Very deep things. Hmm? Ask you, but do you think our pastor is deep? (laughs) I mean you can't get deeper than the word of God. The word of God is already deep. So you can't get deeper than anybody that is teaching the word of God is very deep. And I think I'm very deep. So anyway, after following that man, he started the church. The church closed, you know, shortly after, I know. And then, you know, one time, of course, the wife came to apologize and told us, we are very sorry, that was wrong, you know. But the guy refused to come and apologize because of his pride. But I can just see that his life was destroyed or derailed because he met someone online and listened to that person and followed that person And that person derailed him from the truth of God's word. It is important to make up your mind who to follow and what to follow. What to listen to and who to listen to. Because not everything that is propagated on the internet is healthy for you. Hallelujah. You see, what you follow or who you follow will determine what kind of shift you will experience in your life i need to say that again what you follow or who you follow will determine the kind of shift you will experience in your life as your pastor i have narrowed down to the people that i listen to i don't just listen to everybody i've narrowed down the people that I listen to, the people that feed me, the people that inspire me, the people that stretch my faith. Because one of the reasons why I've done that is because I want people who have produced results to speak into my life. I want people who are doing what I'm doing and they're way ahead of me to be able to feed me. So that's the voice I want to listen to. You know, that's the person I want to listen to. I I thank God for motivational speakers, but they don't work for me. Because most motivational speakers, they just have a lot of nice speeches, but they have nothing built on the ground. I I want somebody who has built something on the ground, something that I can see. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Something that is established. You know, I can see the works of what they claim to believe in. That is the person that I want, you know, to follow. But these people who have very nice statements, nice words, they know how to phrase statements, and they have an American accent, but nothing built on the ground. I have, I have no time for such people. And in fact, I avoid listening to them so that I may not criticize them. You know, there are people, when you listen to them, you find yourself criticizing them. So I avoid listening to people so that I may not criticize them. In fact, sometimes I even prefer watching National Geographic I'd rather watch a lion chasing a gazelle than trying to watch somebody who is saying something that I don't believe in and I end up criticizing that person. So I've narrowed down to the people that I listen to because I'm looking for fruit. I am looking for fruit. Jesus said, we shall know them by their fruit. And so I'm looking for fruit. And and if they have fruit that I desire, those are the people that I need to listen to so that I can also have what they have. I can also experience what they're experiencing. I can also apprehend what they have apprehended. Can, can, can I get an amen in this house? Hallelujah. I, are you understanding what I'm saying to you today? And so it's important for you to understand that whatever you follow, whatever you, you know, accept to be truth to you will determine the kind of shift that you're going to experience in your life. I know of a man of God. You know, when I was growing up, I used to watch him a lot on TV, and he was a very powerful man of God. In fact, he's the one who opened up, you know, um, opened up, you know, um, or rather granted an opportunity for many preachers to access, you know, the world because he had this large platform that was, you know, a platform that was recognized all over the world. In fact, I am told, I'm, I don't, I, I'm not very sure, but I'm told that he's one of the guys that really thrusted Jack's to uh to the limelight he gave him an opportunity and from there the rest is history and 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 one time he was he was watching he was watching a movie and that movie was about an african country that was going through a very difficult moment and that movie affected him and it changed his theology and he stopped believing in hell can you believe it he changed his theology. He stopped believing in hell, and he started propagating a very different gospel, that there is nothing like hell. Yet the Bible is talking about hell, you know. And he lost his ministry. He lost his church. And he, by the time he was dying, I mean, he, was, he had been relegated to oblivion, simply because he saw something, and that something that he saw changed his way of thinking. He it changed his theology. That's why it's important for you to be careful of what you listen to, what you ingest, because it can determine the kind of shift that you will experience in your life. Am I communicating to somebody here? So look at a neighbor and tell them, what, uh, be careful what you consume on the internet. Be very careful. Be careful what you consume. Not every preacher you should listen to. Not every prophet you should listen to. Not every motivational speaker you should listen to. You have to be very careful what you listen to because it will determine the kind of shift that you will experience in your life. Let me say this, and you can write it if you have a pen. Who you follow determines what you subscribe to and ultimately who you become who you follow determines what you subscribe to and ultimately who you become the story that we have read in first kings chapter 19 uh, describes elisha and elisha decided to follow elijah and when he followed elijah it greatly impacted his life when he chose to leave what he was doing to follow This man of God called Elijah, his life shifted to the next level. And I want us to look at the qualities of Elisha that made him an ardent follower of what is right. I mean, he was just an ordinary guy, you know, taking care of his farm, tilling his farm, you know, with his animals. I believe he was a very rich guy because he had 12 oxen, you know, and, 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 and he was... Working with other people because if you have 12 oxen, you, you can't work them at the same time if you are alone. So I believe he was working with other people. And so this guy was wealthy. But when he met a man by the name Elijah and he decided to follow this man, his life shifted to the next level. That's why I'm telling you who you follow determines what you subscribe to and ultimately who you become as a an individual so ask your neighbor for me who are you following who are you listening to whose teachings are you subscribing to what is your belief system what do you believe in who do you follow you know what theology forms your decisions which kind of teaching you know have you based your life on because you must have You know, you must have some values. You must have, you know, some theology that you have based your life on. You can't just live your life, you know, Uh, carelessly that anything that comes in influences your decision anything that you listen to influences your next move anything that you embrace on the internet influences you know your next move in life you must have some theology you must have some beliefs you must have a very strong foundation that you have built your life on and you believe in what you have built your life on, of course, is from the word of God, and so that if anything else comes to try and pluck you from that foundation, it becomes very difficult for you to be swayed. Are we together somebody? Are we together somebody? Jesus said two people build their houses. One built his house on the sand. It is a decision. Tell your neighbor, it's a decision. And another one built his, la- his house on the rock. All right? And then the storm came. The wind blew. You see, the storm will always come. And the wind will always blow. So you must make sure that you build your life on a solid foundation. You must make sure that you build your house on a solid foundation. Because the rain is coming. And the storm is coming. False teachings are coming and false teachers are coming. False prophets are coming. And if your house is not built on the rock, I'm telling you, you'll be swayed. If your house, if your faith is, if your life is not built on the rock, you'll be derailed from the truth. Touch your neighbor and tell them, build your life on the rock. Build your life on the truth. Build your life on the word of God. So, Elisha followed a man who was solid. Followed a man who was walking with God. And this following shifted his life the next level so let's look at elisha i have several points but i think today i'll just give you one and then we'll continue next sunday if jesus does not come back if he comes back remind me the message in heaven because he can come back anytime amen so what are these qualities that we see in elisha that can help us to unlock a significant shift in our lives. Number one, Elisha was resourceful. Elisha was resourceful. When Elijah found Elisha, he was doing something. Somebody say he was doing something. He was not lazy. He was not idle. He was not just sitting there waiting for manna to fall from the skies. Elisha was doing something. He was resourceful the bible says he was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen so this this means that he was not idle he was working and he was not working alone he was working with other guys he had employed 11 guys who were working with him on a large field this man was resourceful this man was doing something with his hands This man was involved in some type of work. That's why we are saying he was resourceful. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? You see, there are many people who do nothing and they keep blaming everyone for their poverty. They keep blaming the weather. They keep blaming their brothers. They keep blaming the economy. They keep blaming the shilling. They keep blaming the government. They keep blaming their parents. They keep blaming everybody else except themselves for their poverty. They don't want to do anything. Imagine somebody is 45 and he's still blaming his father for his poverty. Someone is 50 and he's still blaming the government for his poverty. There are people who are idle and they keep on shifting blame as to why they have not moved to the next level as far as You know their lives are concerned they have not made it in life they are not doing well financially they have not progressed in their career they have not some people have not even gotten married because they are blaming their girlfriend who broke their heart in form one Shifting blame all the time, and they're idle and they're not doing anything about their current status. Look, Elisha was resourceful, he was doing something. Can I get an amen? It's very quiet in here. I say, Can I get an amen in this house? Let me tell you something poverty is more of a mindset than of a lack of resources. I need to say that again. Poverty is more of a mindset. Than of a lack of resources. It's a mindset because you believe you do not have and you cannot have, and you believe that you can never have. You you can be surrounded with resources, but if you have a poverty mentality, you believe very strongly that you cannot make it. You believe very strongly that you can never have what other people have. You feel helpless to make wealth. You feel helpless that you cannot even prosper. And you even blame people who have, done, who have made it, who have done great things. You blame them for your misery. You blame the rich for your poverty. You say the reason why I'm poor is because there are many, many rich people in this country. The reason why I'm poor is because the little resources that we are supposed to share, the rich have taken all the resources. All the money has been taken by the rich. Tell your neighbor it's a lie. If I tell your neighbor it's a big fat lie. You know there are people who say there is no money. Look, it is you who doesn't have money. Don't say there is no money. Just say me I don't have money. You know one time, look all my stories are true. During the pandemic, when we were struggling, you remember how we were struggling during the pandemic? People were trying to survive. People were trying to survive. And they created the notion that everybody's trying to survive. Everybody's trying to survive. You know, everybody's trying just to, you know, get a meal and keep moving. And I remember I had a function. And they had just opened up the country a little bit. I had a function and I needed to, uh, to travel to another city in this country quickly and come back. So, my only option was to take a flight to go to this city and come back during that pandemic when everybody is trying to survive. So, I thought I would go to the airport and I'll be the only one. <laughs> Shock. Shock on me. When I got to the airport, there were long queues of people. I said, What is going on? People are cooked in their house, scared, and people are here traveling when I realized, don't say there's no money. Just say you. People have money. And people are traveling. I'm telling you, people are traveling left, right, and side. Every day, people are traveling. You will think that the first class will be so expensive that people will not afford. If you go there, you find people are seated. Are we together somebody? Oh, Yes. Oh, yes. You, you will survive in this tax-infested environment. You will survive and do well in Africa. You will survive and do well in Kenya, in Nairobi. Hallelujah. May the anointing of Elisha come upon you. May the grace that was upon Elisha rest upon you to make you resourceful in the name of Jesus. If you catch me in the spirit, shout, Yes! sit up Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 9 from the King James Version Proverbs hmm I am not a beggar you will not be a beggar in the name of Jesus I say we will not be beggars in Jesus name We shall be resourceful. And when we become resourceful, we'll keep on shifting higher financially. We'll go to higher levels in the name of Jesus. I prophesy next year, you will not be at this level that you are in this year in the name of Jesus. As you become resourceful, your level is changing. Your financial level is changing. Your financial dimension is changing. Do you believe in what I'm preaching this morning? Proverbs chapter 18 Mm. is getting sweeter. The Bible says, he also that is slothful. Who is a slothful guy? He's a lazy guy. He's an idle guy. Who doesn't want to work? Who depends on handouts? Give me. Help me. Look at me. I have nothing. Saidia, To Naomba Serikali This Serikali that you are asking for help from They have so many problems They also need help That's why they are asking for money from other countries And you are there shouting Serikali idea. I like what one president said Don't ask what the government can do for you But ask what you can do for the or for the country. Don't ask what the country can do for you. Ask what you can do for the country. Are we together, somebody? Let me, you know, one day, I sat down and I asked myself, if I didn't have a brother or a sister, or I was told that my parents died when I was young, will I not make it? will I not make it? You will make it. You too, you will make it. When you realize you are alone, there is no brother to help you, there is no sister to help you, there is no friend to help you, there are no parents to help you. I'm telling you, you will go on an overdrive. Now, even if they are there, I want you to start thinking like they are not there. Because some of us are idle and we are lazy because of our uncle who works in the army. you keep on thinking about that uncle in the army and you keep on praying for him he is always in your prayer father i pray for him keep on promoting him lord father the higher he goes the better it is for me keep on you see you're even saying yes those are the prayers you make but why don't you turn the prayer and say, Oh, Lord, bless me. Oh, Lord, lift me. Oh, Lord, bless the work of my hands. I know I have an uncle in the army, but Father, I know that you are my supply. You are my provider. You are my blesser. Bless the work of my hands. Lift me and shift me to the next level so that I can also be a blessing to, to my uncle who is in the army. A slothful man, he also that is slothful in his work, is a brother to him that is a great wester. So when you're slothful and when you're idle, there are people that you will attract in your life. When you're not doing anything, you will not be surrounded by brilliant minds. You will be surrounded by westers. A lot of Westers will be in your life. And anybody that is called a Wester, when they come into your life, they will waste your life. <laughs> this Wester will waste two things in your life, or three things, rather, in your life. Number one, you'll become a Wester of your time you'll find yourself also wasting time. Because you're idle. You see, when you're idle and you have nothing to do, you waste time. You chat the whole day about nothing. You spend the whole day doing nothing. In fact, you spend the whole day discussing people who are doing something. The church is very quiet this morning. And you try and vilify those who are prospering and try to show that the reason why they are prospering is because they are selling drugs or they are illuminati or it is wash wash yes I like that because you are keeping company with wasters, they are wasting your time look I don't know about you but my time is very precious if you are going to come into my life and you are going to waste my time I am going to cut you off I'm just going to chop you off because time for me is very precious. Every minute counts in my life. Every second counts in my life. In fact, sometimes when the week is over, I look over my shoulder and ask myself, what have I achieved this week? What have I achieved this month? What have I achieved? Look, the year is over. What have you achieved this year? If you're surrounded with wasters, they will make you waste your time. An idle person becomes a brother to a great Wester. Hallelujah. Why are you dating for 10 years? By now, you could be having three children. You are still dating 10 years. What are you looking for? If you can't see it in two two years, you cannot see it in ten years. What are you looking for? Ten years you are dating. What are your plans? Oh, we are still, you know, knowing each other. Ten years! I am married for now, 22, I think 23. I've even lost count. Years. And I'm still discovering my wife. What if I was dating her? Ashley will not be here. SF will not be here. And maybe I will not be here. I will still be dating. Right now we'll be somewhere, maybe drinking coffee. Ten years dating. Ten years you're planning to start a business. Ten years. You have fantastic strategies. Oh, your business will be like that of Bill Gates. Or Elon Musk. You have a fantastic blueprint of your business. It's now 10 years. It has never leaped from the paper to the ground. Wasters of time. Wasters of time. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him that is a great Wester. Number two, Wester of Opportunities. You waste opportunities. You see, when you are idle, any opportunity that comes your way, you can't take advantage of it. You waste it. And when you waste time and you waste opportunities, you miss that moment to shift your life to the next level. Opportunities come, but you miss out on these opportunities. You get a job and you lose it. A business idea comes in, but because you're too slow, that idea becomes moribund after two years or after three years or after four years. And when you try to introduce that idea in the market, it has been passed by time. Opportunities. People who are idle, I'm telling you, even if you give them opportunities, they will never maximize on the opportunities. Idle people. They lose their jobs easily. Look, sometimes I I get scared when I tell somebody, so, uh, what kind of a job are you looking for? They tell you, you know, I, I, I want to be a manager. You want to be a manager, yes. Oh, you want to be a manager, yes. And, and, and what are you doing right now? They tell you, I'm doing nothing. Look, even if I had vacancy for a manager, I will not employ you. Because I've discovered when you employ idle people who are not doing anything, they will come to your organization to do nothing. Oh, you're very quiet today. They will bring the laziness, the idleness to your organization. And they will never do anything constructive in your organization. I have seen it. I have employed some people who are not doing anything to try and help them. I've realized you can never help an idle man. They will bring the idleness to your organization. One time I employed a lady and gave her an office she used to lock the office and sleep sleep during the day, sleep when she's supposed to be working idle people waste opportunities now, why are you looking at your neighbor suspiciously she's not in this congregation I like people who are doing something I want to be a manager, but currently what are you doing? I'm slashing, I'm selling eggs I have a kiosk I am a marketer. I am doing this. Those are the people to hire. Because they know as I'm waiting for this position that I really want, I have to do something down here. And keep on climbing the ladder until I get to that particular place. Because the Bible says, Though your beginning might be small. Talk to me somebody. Though your beginning might be small, Your latter end shall be greater. Ask your neighbor for me. What are you doing with your life? life? Wasters. They also waste your gifts. You misuse what God has given unto you. Because you don't want to put it to work. You're wasting time. You're wasting opportunities. And you're wasting the gifts that God has put inside of you. When you're not hardworking. You become wasted spiritually, mentally, and physically. Let's look at John chapter 5. And in John chapter 5, Jesus, after healing a man who was at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years, this man ran into the Jews. And these Jews vilified him for the miracle he had received because he received it on Sabbath. And in John chapter 5, we pick up the story from verse 12. I want to show you something very powerful. Verse 12. Then they asked, me, they asked him, these are the Jews. They asked him, what man is that which said unto thee? Okay, you can go back to New King James so that people are not traumatized with the thee and the thence. But the one who was healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. Next verse, verse 14 afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, see, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. Next verse. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. I mean, the man was healed and he didn't even know who healed him. That's amazing. I think he got excited with the miracle and he forgot to ask, by the way, uh, you prayed for me to get here. Who are you? So later on, he got an answer and he told them it is Jesus. For this reason, verse 16, when the Jews knew that it was Jesus, for this reason, the Jews persecuted Jesus. Hey, because of doing something good and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. Next verse, verse 17, look at what Jesus said. But Jesus answered them saying, my father has been working until now and I have been working. My father has been working until now. My father is not idle. He has been working until now. And I have been working. In other words, I am doing what my father has been doing all along. From the book of Genesis, chapter 1, we can see that God began by working, creating the heavens and the earth. And he has been working through the pages of the Bible. And even right now, he's still working. So I wonder, as a Christian, where you picked your laziness from? I wonder as a child of God who is filled with the Holy Ghost and you speak in tongues and vibrate like a generator, I wonder where you picked your idleness from. Because the God that you serve is not an idle God. Our Savior, the Savior of our soul, his name is Jesus. He's not an idle Savior. When he came on earth, he was working. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And the Bible says he is still working. He is making intercession for you you and I. I wonder where you picked your idleness from because it is not from God. The kingdom that we belong in is a kingdom of hard workers. The kingdom that we belong in is the kingdom of people who are not idle. They are working with their hands. No wonder the Bible says God will bless the work of your hands. He's waiting for you to do something. he's waiting for you to be engaged in something so that he can be able to bless it. He can He cannot bless idleness. He cannot bless laziness. You have to do something. You have to be engaged in something. Your hands have to do something. So that God may be able to bless it. If he finds his son doing something. He will bless it. If he finds his daughter doing something. He will bless it. And if you are here you are doing something. I pray that may the blessing of the Lord. Come upon the work of your hands. Come upon your business. Come upon your company. Come upon your career. May God bless the work of your hands. And as he blesses you, may you keep on going higher and higher and higher. Shout yes if you believe it. Shout aloud a loud yes if you believe it. My goodness, I feel like preaching this morning. Give somebody a high five and tell them I'm doing something with my hands. Oh, I'm doing something with my hands. I'm doing something with my hands. I feel like preaching in this house. After you are done speaking in tongues, you have to do something with your hands. After you are done with fasting and prayer at Catalonia, it is time to do something with your hands. After you have done doing your Bible study, it is high time you do something oh, with your hands. I'm tired of Christians who go to pray and fast. For 40 days and 40 nights. And then they come start begging. Give me some money for rent. Give me some money for food. Give me some money to pay school fees. That devil is a liar. We are changing that narrative. In the house of God. I will pray but I also work hard. I will fast but I will also work hard. Because I belong to a kingdom of hard workers. I feel like preaching this morning. You might not like this message, but it's powerful. It is time for Christians to do something with their hands. God does not bless laziness. No wonder your life is not changing. No wonder you're not experiencing a significant shift in your life. But I came to preach this radical message to tell you, after you are done with church, after you are done with prayer, after you are done with Kesha, after you are done with prayer and fasted. For heaven's sake, do something with your hands because God will bless the work of your hands. Yeah. Become resourceful. Tell your neighbor, become resourceful. Tell another one, become resourceful anybody that is doing anything here i pray for the blessings of the lord to come upon the work of you i feel the anointing i pray for the blessings of god to come upon your business in the name of jesus the Bible says he will give you power to make wealth. This morning, may that power come upon your life right now. You see, the power is useless if you're not able to do something with it. But when you do something with it, you will make wealth. I prophesy that as you work out something with your hands, may this power come upon you. May you prosper in the marketplace. May you do well in your business. May you shift to the next level financially as this power is coming upon you. May your finances change. Hey, in the name of Jesus. I say may your finances change. In the name of Jesus, I prophesy, you will not be a beggar anymore. I prophesy, you will not be poor anymore. In the name of Jesus, your children will not beg for bread. Your children will not beg for bread. Your children will not be chased from school. Your children will not see you as a who are parents parent in the name of jesus may god bless the work of your hands may god bless what you do with your hands sound louder yes if you believe it I prophesy, you are changing levels financially. You are changing levels financially. I say you are changing levels financially. The cars you admire, you will drive them. The houses you desire, you will live in them. The lands that you want to buy, you will be empowered to buy them. In the name of Jesus, because you are becoming hardworking. You are working with your hands. You are using your time well. You are Making use of opportunities and you're using your gifts well. Shout yes if you believe it. Lift up your hands and receive that power. Receive that power right now in the name of Jesus. The anointing of God is here. Receive that power right now in the name of Jesus. You will do well. You will do well. You will do well. You will do well. You will will change levels. As you become hardworking, in the name of Jesus, let this word penetrate your heart this morning. Let this word penetrate your heart this morning. Let this word penetrate your soul this morning. In the name of Jesus, my God, my God, if you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues, something is being released. I feel a transfer. I feel a release. I feel an impartation upon your hands for what you do, for your business, for your career. I feel an impartation right now that is taking place. In the name of Jesus, you are going to shift financial gears. In the name of Jesus, you're going to shift financial gears. In the name of jesus expansion for your business expansion for your company growth 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 and increase oh yes in the name of jesus my god my god my god my god Father, let there be a supernatural transfer, supernatural transfer, supernatural transfer. You will prosper. 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 My God, I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing in the house. You will prosper. You will prosper. My goodness. My goodness. Eh, Hmm. 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 Father, release that power. Release that power. Release that power in our hands this morning. Release that power in our hands this morning. Release that power in our hands this morning. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow are shifting financially you are shifting financially you are shifting financially you are shifting financially in the name of Jesus right now in the name of Jesus there is a shift that is taking place in your business in your business, in your career in your finances oh may God bless the work of your hands in the name of Jesus oh yes oh yes oh yes my God, my God, give me this anointing oil. I need, to rela- I, I need to anoint your hands in the name of Jesus. My goodness. If you're doing something with your hands, come here quickly and stretch those hands to God. I want to I wanna release this power on your hands right now. Give me that anointing oil quickly. Oh, yes, Lord. Mm, yes, 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 yes. When you come, you lift up your hands to God, quickly. In the name of Jesus. He will bless the work. He will bless the work. He will bless the work. He will bless the work of your hands. He will bless the work of your hands. Poverty will be a thing of the past. You will not struggle financially. Stretch those hands to the Lord. You will not struggle. The day of struggling are coming to an end the days of hand-to-mouth syndrome are coming to an end. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will bless the work of your hands. For a minute, all of you open your mouth and tell God what you desire for your business, for your career, for your for your farming business, whatever it is that you're doing. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. That is a unique anointing to make you prosper, to make you do well in the name of Jesus. Oh, shela! Your hands are anointed. Your hands are anointed. Your hands are anointed. Receive the power to make wealth. Receive the power to make wealth in the name of Jesus receive the power in your hands to make wealth in the name of Jesus you will be resourceful like Elijah you'll be resourceful like Elijah let the anointing touch your hands in the name of Jesus you'll be resourceful in the name of Jesus no poverty will come nigh your dwelling in the name of Jesus I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. In the name of Jesus. Touch the hands Lord. Touch the hands Lord. Yes Lord. My God, my God. Lift up your hands this
1: side.
0: I anoint your hands. I anoint your hands. I anoint your hands your hands become resourceful like Elijah become resourceful like Elijah in the name of Jesus become resourceful like Elijah oh yes in the name of Jesus my God become resourceful right now in the name of Jesus let there be a lifting Let there be a shift. Let there be a shift. Let there be a shift. Your hands are anointed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Let there be a shift. Let there be a shift. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a shift. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a shift. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. It is not by power. It is not by mine. Come on, raise your hands to the Lord. The anointing is here. The anointing is here. I will reach everybody. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Power to make wealth. Power to make wealth. Power to make wealth. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh your hands are anointed. Your hands are anointed. Your hands are anointed. Your hands are anointed. My God, my God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Your hands are anointed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The anointing is here. Oh my God. Receive it, receive it, receive it. In the name of Jesus. Everybody speak in tongues. There is an importation. There is an importation. Receive it. Receive it. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Bless the work of your hands. Right
1: now.
0: In the name of Jesus. Bless the work of your hands. Right now. In the name of Jesus, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, receive it, lift up your hands, receive it, God is here, his power is here, his power is here, his anointing is here, there is a transfer, there is an impartation, take it in the name of Jesus. Take it in the name of Jesus. Take it in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Oh yes. Take it, take it, take it, take it. In the name of Jesus. Yes. An impartation. An impartation. Take it in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Oh yes. Oh yes.
1: Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, (speaking) fresh on, fresh on, fresh on, fresh on, fresh on, (speaking) receive it, fresh
0: on, in the name of Jesus, fresh on, oh my goodness, for your profession, fresh on, in the name of Jesus, take it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. Your hands are anointed.
1: Oh, my brother.
0: Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Take it. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Your hands are anointed. In the name of Jesus, your hands are anointed. May God bless the work of your hands. The work of your hands. Everybody raise your hands. Raise your hands. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Power. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it, Jesus. Receive it. Jesus. Receive it. Jesus. Receive it. right now in the name of Jesus receive it in the name of Jesus your hands your hands are anointed receive it in the name of Jesus receive that power power to make well power to make well power to make well power to make well power to make well, to make well. To make well. in the name of Jesus oh power, power 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 to make well power to make well Power to make wealth in the name of Jesus. Power to make wealth in the name of Jesus.
1: Power to make wealth. Power to make wealth in the name of Jesus. Power
0: to make wealth. Oh my God. It in the name of Jesus, power to make well, power to make well in the name of Jesus.
1: Receive it,
0: power to make well, receive it in the, in the name of
1: Jesus.
0: take it, take it, take it, take it, receive it in the name of Jesus. Your hands are anointed. Receive it in the name of Jesus. There is an impartation. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yes,
1: yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Take it, take it. Oh. Receive power. Receive, power, receive the power, receive the power, receive the power, receive the power in the name of Jesus. May you do well, may you prosper in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: Receive it, receive it, receive it. Jesus
0: receive it in the name of Jesus receive it in Jesus' name power to make wealth receive that power in the name of Jesus do
1: well prosper rise to higher levels do well financially in the name of Jesus
0: prosper and do well Uh, Do well in the name of
1: Jesus. Do well in the name
0: of Jesus. May your hand be anointed. May your hand be anointed to do well and to prosper. In the name of Jesus. May you be anointed to do well. Oh my God. Receive the anointing. Receive the anointing.
1: Receive the anointing.
0: Receive the anointing. Power to make wealth. In the name of Jesus. Receive it this morning. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That power. That power that makes a difference.
1: That power that makes a difference.
0: That power that makes a difference. difference.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: That power that makes a difference. In the name of Jesus receive it in the name of jesus power to make a difference in your life in the name of jesus receive it in jesus name receive that power in the name of jesus receive it receive it receive it in the name of jesus your hands are anointed
1: oh my god
0: do well, do well, do well, do well, do well.
1: In the name of Jesus. Do
0: well in the name of Jesus. Oh Receive the, Receive, the Receive the power. Receive the power. Receive the power. Receive the power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My goodness, there's power here. Receive the power. Receive the power. Receive the power. Receive the power. In the name of Jesus. Receive the power. Receive the power. In the name of Jesus. Do well. Receive the power. Oh my God. Receive the power. Receive the power.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: Everybody, lift your hands. Receive the power. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it
1: in the name of Jesus.
0: Receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it
1: in the name of Jesus. Do well
0: and prosper. Do well and prosper in the name of Jesus. Oh, do well and prosper in the name of Jesus.
1: Do well and prosper
0: in the name of uh-huh. Jesus. Do well, receive that power
1: in the name of Jesus.
0: Receive the power in the name of Jesus.
1: Receive the power in the name of Jesus. Receive the power in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Oh, yes!
0: Every devil I command you to go, leave her right now, go, in the name of Jesus, go, in the name of Jesus, come out of us. come out of her, right now, come out of her, right now, in the name of Jesus, I proclaim your freedom,
1: I decree your freedom,
0: right now, in the name of Jesus. May the peace of God flood your soul, flood your mind, right now, in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold, every power of darkness,
1: you are defeated
0: in the name of Jesus. I speak your freedom now. Let the peace of God flood your soul. Be free. I disconnect you from every power. I plug you into the supernatural power of God. Be free. Be free. In the name of Jesus. Be free. In the name of Jesus. I anoint you with oil. I anoint you with all. Devil, leave her. Leave her right now. I command every devil to come out of her. In the name of Jesus. Strongholds of darkness. Come out of her. Let her be free. Let her be loosed. Let her be free. In the name of Jesus. Pick up. Pick up. Bring her
1: here.
0: Everybody stretch your hands towards her. devil must go.
1: Yes.
0: Bring her here. This devil must go. Devil, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Leave her. Come out of her right now. In the name of Jesus. May you be free. Never again. May you never come back. I declare you're free in Jesus' name let her lie down in jesus name you're free somebody give god a hand of praise she doesn't know what has happened to her but god has set her free can we lift up our hands and give god praise I believe we can do better than Come on, let's give God praise. Oh. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the power to make wealth, for the power to be resourceful. We shall be resourceful in all aspects. shall be resourceful financially we shall do well we shall prosper thank you for the grace thank you for the endowment that was upon elisha to be resourceful we receive it tonight we receive it this morning we receive it in this service in the name of jesus we give you praise lord one more time raise your hands and just thank god for receiving for receiving I believe we can do better than that thank God for receiving a supernatural endowment to be resourceful I want to make a declaration nobody under the sound of my voice even those who are watching online receive this grace that is flowing here I want to make a declaration nobody under the sound of my voice will ever be poor did you hear what I said? I said nobody under the sound of my voice this morning will ever be poor from today you'll be resourceful from today you will do well from today you will prosper from today you are shifting financial gears in the name of Jesus If you believe in that proclamation, give God your best, loudest shout and praise in this house. Come on, give him a shout! Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazue Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.